Hey, 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 we've got a quick announcement before the episode starts. We've been teasing this for way too long. The time has finally come. The merch drop is live. Go pick up some new We Don't Wanna swag in the description down below. You can also check the Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Wanna Pod to see more details about how to get this sweet ass new merch. Do it now. Time's running out. Welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every single episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that there reluctancy is. We are your hosts, I am Zach, and joining me as always, he actually paid me a little bit of a compliment earlier. He told me he doesn't think I'm a waste of space. It is our guy, Scotty Westside. Erroneous. <laughs> Erroneous, I say. I would never give Zach nicest, such a high compliment. It's the nicest thing you've never. ever said to me. No, I, I, you have no proof. We were not recording yet. Let the record show you are a sack of shit. <laughs> Fair and enough. absolutely a waste of space. I definitely am a sack of shit. Uh, but you did tell me I'm not a waste of space, contrary yeah, okay. to popular belief. I suppose one could say that a sack of shit can be useful for something like fertilizer. Fertilizer, exactly. Lighting on fire and putting on someone's doorstep. Yeah, totally. Um, so not a total waste of space despite being a sack of shit. I suppose that's right, Zach. I suppose you're right. Thanks, pal. I do appreciate it. How the fuck are you doing this week, man? I'm doing good, bud. Um, you know, just just chilling, enjoying the moment. We got uh you know, brand new book time is always an exciting time when we transition between books and Is it or is this the first time that it is an exciting transition for you? Why? What do you mean? Is it because it's think the last that you one? Ever really are excited to start another Harry Potter book? Ah, that's maybe partially true. Maybe <laughs> I am just more excited because I know I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, that may or may not be accurate. No, I. You know, everyone knows I've been having a good time for the most part. For the most part. Uh, for the most part, but uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, I've been having a good week. Can't can't complain too much. How how about you, bud? Uh, I have had a good week. Um, Amanda and I are uh, fixing to move soon. We're fixing to fuck you. <laughs> fixing to fuck you. <laughs> Dude, that mirror scene in Wanderlust is yeah. so glorious. It's amazing. <laughs> Go look up Paul Rudd mirror. Wanderlust on YouTube and just watch that scene. That's all you need yeah, for that movie. Dude. You gonna take it? You gonna, you gonna take, take that dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good Fixes time. Fixes the move, though. Yeah, yeah, we, we are fixing the move. Uh, we will be getting closer to actual Austin proper 
rather mm. than uh, living as far out as we do now. So very excited about that. Um, we've got those pieces in motion. Zach's a big slut for Austin. Like I love it, man. It's so much fun. We used to live there it. years ago, and we came back to Texas last year. And um, although we have been closer to friends and family, it has been not tight. We don't like where we live. Uh, we live out in the fucking boonies. Uh, so yeah, we're getting that fucking breakfast place though near. Yeah, you. no, you're right. There place. is a really, really good breakfast yeah. place near us. Um, but hey, you know, I mean, there's there's tons of good food in Austin. So very excited to get down there, get a little bit closer Doubt. to friends and family. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, I was also planning on moving this year, uh, and then the housing market went fucking insane. So I was like, I think I'll just go ahead and wait to uh, do that. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, dude, yeah. the housing market in, I mean, everywhere, really. Everywhere, everywhere. really, but, right now. Yeah, but it's... The Dallas area where I live, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. So, But uh, otherwise, dude, it's good, man. I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Uh, Fire yeah, Emblem you have. Three you, started that, you started that anime Hogwarts. Yeah, dude. It, I mean, yeah, actually, that's such a good... This is such a good thing for us to actually mention here. It's true. Uh, if, you, if you guys are video gamers or you're looking for something to try, uh, there's a game called Fire Emblem Three Houses, and it is... For the Nintendo Switch. Right, 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 for the Nintendo Switch. And it's truly, it's essentially an RPG uh, anime Harry Potter. It's it's mm-hmm. it's It truly nuts. is. Yeah. You, I like, joke about that, but it's, it's 100% accurate. Yeah. So if you like Harry Potter, and you have even a passing interest in anime-ass shenanigans... Uh, it's it's probably for you. Yeah, you, your so character fun. essentially becomes the professor of a house at a uh-huh. school that teaches not just magic, magic but you know, right. magic and swordsmanship and right and fighting. and you. There's three houses. You lead a house, and yeah, it's it's fucking rad. Anyway, I've been playing That's a ton so- of that. It has been a lot of fun. Um, and I wanted to mention, I think I forgot to last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was editing the episode that will be going up tomorrow, the one with Amanda, you mentioned this on the episode. You call me a piece of shit for not having watched Jojo Rabbit. Oh, hell yeah. This is the follow-up that is like nine months too late. Yes, <laughs> Uh, if, if you, if you are one of the people who listened to our, um, two part, uh, best movies of the 2010s decade, uh, little mini bonus series thing that we did, Jojo Rabbit was one of the movies that Scott recommended. We all had to boil that it down. That I championed to, hard. He did champion I, hard. I was, I was willing to have a knife fight for Jojo to get on the top 10. And you know what, man? Um, it has been long overdue. Yeah. And I will gladly pick up a wand with a bayonet attached to it and have a knife fight about how good that goddamn movie is. Hell yeah. Your timing is impeccable, by the way. Like, <laughs> you're just spot on timing with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, both you and Chaz both watched it after the fact. Chaz a little bit quicker than you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and both adored it. So I, I'm glad you guys found the time to watch it and enjoyed it because that movie's so good it's so good. yeah it, it, in a nutshell uh it is it's a comedy dark comedy yeah. like coming of age 
tale. Uh, it's but also extremely like heartwarming and sad at times, and and goofy, and it, like yeah. it's it's so many things that just works. But look, if you like movies and you've never seen this, this is maybe the best take in my opinion. That the way that I view this. This is something that, it, like, it, it looks as good as if Wes Anderson made a comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, if, if I know that those things are, are like, counterintuitive, but somehow it, it looks like that. And it is so goddamn fucking good. So. Yeah. This is a movie for everyone, too. Like, I watched this movie with my parents, and they loved it as well. And by and large, me and my parents both you know, we, we have different tastes on, on usually that kind of thing, but I truly think this is a movie that like everyone should watch because yeah, it's incredible. It's and it, so and it, yeah. I feel like it flew under the radar for so long too. Definitely. Definitely. Um, definitely. so anyway, anyway, I, I'll, I'll get off the hill, but goddamn, it was great. So thank you for the recommendation, Scott, everybody out there, You're go welcome, watch that buddy. fucking movie. It was, it was incredible. Hell yeah. It really is. It really is truly incredible. I'm glad you watched it, pal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of things that, uh, we forgot to mention, uh, this is actually just from last week, but there was there was something from when I gave my review of the Half Blood Prince movie that I that I totally meant to call out, but completely forgot about in the movie. Uh as because I found myself suddenly in the reverse opposite world uh, position of having to defend that movie from you. I don't know how that happened. How did we get to that place? <laughs> well, see, what's happening, Scott, is you you are actually a Harry Potter fan now. You just don't realize okay, it. God damn it! No, what the the thing that I forgot to talk about that I maybe one of the most cringeworthy scenes I have ever seen in my life. Uh, at the end of that movie. The the amazing how amazingly done it was done in the book just absolutely ruined in the movie that when they find Dumbledore's body oh on the ground, with the Lumos when they all put the and their- they all raise their wands in unison and like dispel the dark mark mm-hmm. that was maybe the cringiest scene I have ever seen yeah. in my life yep it was awful. And I was going to mention that, but I forgot to call it out last week because, like I said, suddenly I had to defend that movie from you. But that scene was truly awful, and I hated it. So I I remembered that this week. I was like, ah, fuck, I wanted to mention that. (laughs) I wanted to shit on that movie more. (laughs) I mean, I still feel like you, by and large, I mean, enjoyed that. I mean, it was the best movie of the movies. That's not highest of praise. That's not a high, yeah, it's not high praise. No, it's... it actually had you know. things in that movie that were like correct. Cinematically, they were actually like fundamentally they were good. Yes, correct. I still think the way the movie transitioned from hey Dumble as as terrible as the chasing Snape scene was handled, the way it transitioned from that directly to kind of the end, I greatly appreciated because, like I said last time, one of my least favorite things about the Half Blood Prince was. The oh, we need to do this chapter long fucking play by play right, of right. what exactly happened that I killed all my momentum that I absolutely hated, but you know, we went over that very thoroughly. So anyway, yeah. uh why don't we talk about the new book? Yeah, we're fucking back and we're, we're back, doing baby. the goddamn thing. We are on the last fucking book. 
I know. I by the way, I the other thing I got forgot to mention is I have a message to pass along from our friends to you, Zach. Oh, okay. Uh I, I mentioned that I really I mentioned in our group chat with, with our friends uh Jake and Davey and Chaz that uh I really wanted to play some Smash Brothers tonight, but some goddamn asshole really was making me, was forcing me to talk about Harry Potter instead. And uh, they advised me that I should, uh, quote, punch you in the taint hole. <laughs> so I'm afraid the next time I see you, I'm going to have to punch you in the taint hole. Your hands hole, are tied, man. You got to do it. You got to do what you got to do. I just got to do it. They told me to. I have yeah. to do it. Uh, so that was funny. But yeah, we're we're talking about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Uh, if my math is correct, the last book, the last in this series, book, the last dandelion of the season. Yes, that's right. Hell yes. Um, we have arrived at the pinnacle. This uh, this book is is a wild ride. Um, it seems that way. It it starts off a little wilder mm-hmm. than most. Yeah. Um. I mean, some of the books have certainly have their moments in the beginning, like uh, Phoenix when they got attacked by the the Nazgul and all that shit. Right, but, right. Uh, this one, this one kicks off pretty well. I feel like, by and large. Yeah. No, I I do agree. There's, yeah, there's not. I mean, as far as like me going through the first handful of chapters, there's not really a whole lot to to shit on or dunk on or anything right. like that. Um. But some of these books have flaws, and, and this book is no exception as we get into it. I do still think that sure. uh, it's, it's a very, very fun ride. So I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, I am ready to hear your take on... We are doing the first four chapters, right? Yes, the first four chapters, I, I hadn't thought about this yet, but I just had the thought of... Okay, so Harry swears up and down he's not going back to Hogwarts. I still think we're going to somehow end up in Hogwarts somehow along the way. Sure. But I swear to God, if we work a fucking Quidditch game into this book somehow, (laughs) (laughs) I am going to lose it. I'm going to fucking lose it. Anyway. Oh, my God. Don't do that to me. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Don't you (laughs) razzle my dazzle. Oh, I razzle um, your dazzle all the time, baby. All the time, right after I punch your taint hole. Um, <laughs> so, 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 chapter one. Uh, oh, shit. We got a big shindig at my boy Lucius's place, and all the Dieters are invited, it seems like. Um, this is England's hottest club, run by narcoleptic dark wizard Lord Voldesnore. This party has everything. <laughs> Haunted portraits, peacocks, a giant snake that actually contains part of your soul from when you murdered that guy. Uh, if anyone doesn't know Stefan from SNL, you gotta, you gotta go. I was giving Stephane. you the party music in the background. Yeah, you were giving me the party music. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we got we got this big party. What is going <laughs> at, on here? I don't know. We got this big party at Lucius's place, and uh, not really a party. It's a meeting. Uh, none of these guys are having a great time. Lucius seems like he's enjoying the fuck out of himself. Lucius what are you is about? especially <laughs> not having a great time. Uh, I guess Snape. Snape is seems extremely secure in everything he's doing. He's so confident in everything. He seems fine. Everyone else is kind of nervous because. Voldy is, uh, you know, not above just 
killing his own dudes, I feel like, for sure. But uh, Snape and this dude, Yaxley, roll up. Uh, apparently, each of them have good news for our old Voldy. Severus tells him, this is Voldy, Severus tells him that the Order plans to move Harry from his current place of safety on Saturday at nightfall. Uh, Voldy, they make mention, Voldy studies him for a bit. I don't know if he's trying to, like, Legolas his ass. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he's apparently satisfied and says, good work. Severus says this info comes from, quote, the source we discussed. So I don't know if Severus has... Still a mole in the order, or where he is getting his info from, because obviously everyone in the order is now anti Snape after what happened at the end of Half Blood Prince. Wait, what happened there? Why would they dislike him? Dumbledore always trusted him. I don't remember. It's it's something very unmemorable. Only maybe uh, the best scene we've ever had in this fucking story. Maybe. One of. One of for sure. Uh, Yaxley, our guy Yaxley over here, is like, not so fast, mofo. Uh, my guy Dollish let it slip that the ministry was going to move Harry on the 30th. Uh, and Snape, confident as hell as always, is just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My source told me that there are plans to lay a false trail this must be it. No doubt a confundus charm has been placed upon Dollish. He would not be the... He takes he takes a quick set and can, to dunk on Dollish. Uh, it would not be the first time he is known to be susceptible. Uh, Yaxley's all like, nah, nah, guy. I assure you, Voldy. Dollish is quite certain. <laughs> Snape is like, uh, if he has been confunded, naturally he is certain. <laughs> It's Snape. <laughs> I assure you, Yaxley, the Or office will play no further part in the protection of Harry Potter. Uh, the Order believes that we have infiltrated the Ministry. Which this makes sense both from the Order's point of view and from the Ministry's point of view. Because Harry and our boy Rufus did not exactly part on good terms. Right. So I feel like Rufus is not is probably not overly concerned with protecting Harry anyway. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but he he seemed real pissed at Harry. I guess is definitely definitely pissed. I I think yeah. I think it's definitely a little bit more one sided. Like the orders, sure. like we ain't touching that with a stick. Sure, fair yeah. enough. Uh, so yeah, Snape said uh, <laughs> that we they think we've infiltrated the ministry, and this other dude uh, <laughs> pipes up. He's like, "Oi, the orders got one thing then right, eh?" <laughs> Best uh, hype, man. Pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, we totally have They've infiltrated. Uh, Severus says they're going to hide him at the home of one of the Order members. Uh, and I'm like, oh, can't be the burrow. That was burned down. Oh, wait, that was just That was make-believe. Movie. That was that was a made-up <laughs> movie scene for, that was so out of place and weird. Yeah. Uh, it's been given, apparently this place has been given every protection the Order and the Ministry can muster. There's no chance of taking him once he's there, unless the Ministry has fallen by then. Uh, Voldy pipes up here, and he's like, yo, my guy, Yaxley, will the Ministry have fallen by then? Uh, Yaxley informs him that he's managed to get an imperious curse on Pious Thickness. It's a great name. Voldy says that's a start. <laughs> but Dude, was Rufus that a long pause be... <laughs> because of that name? 
Contest name. Come on. Dude. Highest thickness. You're not down with the thickness? I... <laughs> Gotta get down with the thickness, dude. Down with the thickness. <laughs> That's really good, Zach. That might be the best best pun you've ever told. Uh, Fuck. Shit. Down with the thickness. <laughs> now you love uh, him. See, everything's good in the world now. <laughs> everything is grand. Uh, Voldy says getting our boy pious thickness is a start, but Rufus must be surrounded by his people, like uh, imperious people, before they can act. He says if they try and fail, it will set him back a ways. Uh, and Voldy's like, either way, that won't happen by Saturday, so we'll try and get Harry and Root. Um, I guess this pious thickness is like head of magical law enforcement or something. I can't remember what he was, but he's important anyway. So Yaxley says he's got people planted in the transportation office. So if he flews or apparates, they will know. Severus is like, yeah, you're an idiot. They won't. Uh, they're not using any methods monitored by the ministry. Voldy's like, good, that's easier. And... Uh, I definitely plan to take him myself. Obviously, we know Voldy is all about getting that personal vengeance. I don't know if it's vengeance, but he wants to kill Harry personally. Right. Uh, he shits. <laughs> he takes the time to shit on Harry for a bit and says he's only gotten away before due to luck and Voldy's errors. No credit for the dipshit. He's like, Harry didn't do nothing. It's, it's my bad. It's my bad. He sucks. It was all my bad. Right. You know, it's it's uh, it's really interesting. I think like it, you could you could view this as like, oh wow, like Voldemort showing humility. That's interesting. Right. right. Sure. Right. Uh, taking responsibility for his mistakes. But it's 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 not I, really that. It's really not that. It's just that. For the sake of shitting on Harry, exactly discrediting Harry, it's so funny, and I and I think it's aside from it being like a funny little thing, it's like, man, that's just a that just seems like a very Voldemort thing to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's definitely not saying it with like, yeah, my bad guys. I sh- I should have got Harry that one time. No, it's like uh, he got lucky. I, I but you up. know, I had a cold. My throat felt all scratchy that day. It's, <laughs> it's nothing Harry did. Is you know. My wrist was, I like slept on it weird. Uh, yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> my allergies uh, are bad. My allergies are acting up. You know, I'm allergic to graveyard dust. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I'm allergic to dipshits, so. I just... I'm allergic to dipshit. Oh, he'll never defeat Harry then. That's the power that the Dark Lord knows not. <laughs> yes. It's not love. It's the power of dipshittery. <laughs> Uh, are we children, a, Scott? Am I a children? I said, are we, am I a children? <laughs> am I a children? <laughs> the answer is yes, either yes, way. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a there's a whale from below the table or something, uh, and Voldy tells Pettigrew to keep the prisoner quiet. This reminds me of that scene in Austin Powers when he, he sends Will Ferrell like, down into the pit of like burning fire below the table, and it doesn't kill him, and you can just he'll hear Will Ferrell for like the rest of the meeting. He's just like, I'm not, I'm not dead. I'm just very badly burned. Can, can someone come and get me out? 
I just could not think of that. That is during this so part. oddly specific. I it is. I honestly didn't even remember that until you just explained it to I, me. I love that part, so wow. that probably is what made me think of it. Um. Anyway, Voldy says he needs somebody to spot him a wand to take Potter, because we know he can't. The whole brotherly love thing between the wands, whatever, he can't really kill him with his wand. And so Voldy's like, hey, Lucius, you suck. You don't need that shit. Gimme. Uh... <laughs> Lucius gives him his wand and then he makes uh he makes a motion to like he thinks Voldy is going to trade him his wand. He makes like a move to like put out his hand to take Voldy's wand from him. And Voldy notices this and just shits Dude, all over him for a bit. It's so fucked up. It's so <laughs> it funny. Is. You're like, "Oh, you think I'm going to give you my wand, motherfucker?" <laughs> You're lucky I don't kill you, bitch. You uh, fucking yeah. thought, dude. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. You, you thought, you thought, buddy. Uh, yeah, the Malfoy family do not seem happy with their current situation. Draco also I, seems unbelievably uncomfortable too. Unbelievably uncomfortable. I mean, all of them. Like, uh, what's what's the wife's name? Uh, Narcissa. Sissy. Narcissa is just like staring straight ahead, just like. I'm not even here. Don't look at me. I'm not going to look at Voldy. Voldy, don't look at me. Uh, Lucius is getting just dunked on by Voldy constantly. Uh, Draco is just like, I fucking, what have I gotten myself into? I see a change over a, maybe not necessarily a betrayal, but a coming over to the good side for these people in their future. For all of them. That's, that's. For all of them. Interesting. Maybe Lush, maybe a couple or several of them will die. Uh, I mean, there's only three of them, so. <laughs> a couple or several. Um, but I, I think at least Draco, maybe Draco will die too. I think some of them, some or all of them will come over to the good side. Okay. That's, that's what I'm calling that right now. Cool. By the end. Um... The class suck-up, Bellatrix, never misses a chance to kiss Voldy's pale, scaly ass, so she does. She's like, oh, I'm happy to have you here, Lord Voldy. And uh, (laughs) Voldy takes a quick second to dunk on Bellatrix, too. She's like, oh, as happy uh, as you are that your niece got married to that werewolf Lupin? And the rest of the Dieters get a good laugh out of this. Uh, Bellatrix, big embarrassed, uh, but Voldy's like, don't worry, you'll get your chance to kill them soon. D- Voldy's got jokes during this whole section. He's like, he's like Carson out here. He's I feel just like, like playing to the crowd. I feel like uh, the writing of this book was definitely like, all right, we, we know who our Voldy is now. Like, Ralph Fiennes, mm-hmm. like... Like he's gonna pull, he's sure. gonna pull this shit off. Like let's, sure. let's go, let's lean more into that personality that he kind of. Yes, I definitely feel like he's got more personality just in this scene than he's had through most of his scenes in the books. Like, like listen, we haven't got a ton of whatever you want to call it, this version, like Voldy two Like obviously we've seen old Voldy. This and isn't Tom even Riddle. my final four. <laughs> he's got four more forms after this uh but you know after post-resurrection voldy we've seen a bunch of him in the past but like 
yeah, he he has not had this much personality. I feel like uh, to this point, but I love it. I'm I'm all here for it. Yeah, definitely. So at this point, Voldy awakens this lady that's been dangling upside down in the center over the table this whole time. Uh, her name is Charity Burbage, who apparently used to teach Muggle studies at Hogwarts, and is a big defender of Half Bloods. Voldy. Uh, fucking hates this, obviously, and just straight up abracadabas her, and then feeds her to his snake. And I'm like, damn, you, you didn't have to do her dirty like that, bro. <laughs> uh, this 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 fucker's such a hypocrite, though, because he's a fucking half blood. This, I mean, he's shit. he's if you hadn't already drawn the parallel, there's a lot of inspiration drawn from Hitler, right? And sure, and like World War Two and the Holocaust and that, right? Sure. Um, sure. You outwardly hate what you are yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's the end of that chapter. Um, that was a good chapter. That was a solid chapter. Like I said, Voldy's got jokes, and we get, uh, you know, any scene not from Harry perspective, I usually appreciate. Right. So. I also, I, I do have to say, uh, since this is the last book, I think this is an appropriate time to acknowledge this. Like, mm-hmm. the the books very much like the movies did with the like just the intro like warner bros icon right how it's like has progressively gotten like darker and darker and darker and more ominous and whatever obviously we're making jokes about this and like some of the funny things that are happening here but Mm -hmm. it really does set the tone of like like this is kind of icky right everybody's uncomfortable yeah, uh, there's like tensions are high. Like, I mean, he just and straight he just up fucking murders, murders somebody for show. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's like it's establishing a new like th- a new normal, right? And and yes. I feel like each book has done that in its own way, like with the first chapter, and progressively leaned more into this. Yeah, so. agreed, agreed. So chapter two, uh, Harry's cleaning out his trunk and he cuts himself on a piece of the mirror that was Sirius's last gift to him. And I'm like, oh, way to treasure that, uh, you know, <laughs> last gift from your fucking godfather, you dick. Uh, he also realizes that he has no idea how to magically heal wounds. And he's like, oh, shit, that seems important. I probably should have learned that. Fuck. I'm like, you are such a goddamn moron. Um, he's downsizing all his trunk shit to a backpack, basically. Um, then he reads this article by my fucking guy, Elpheus Doge. Hell yeah. Uh, it's a great name. Who was a f- it is a pretty good name. Uh, a friend and schoolmate of Dumbles. Uh, this whole section here, like this article is great. Loved it. Uh, he was a fr- uh, he arrived at Hogwarts. This is about Dumble. He arrived at Hogwarts under scrutiny because his father Percival apparently savagely attacked three young Muggles. Dumble says he knew his father was guilty, but he never talked about it. Uh, apparently, his father Percival died at Azkaban after he you know was convicted of killing these Muggles. Uh, Dumble was the opposite of his father. He loved Muggles. Uh, and Half-Bloods and all that stuff. And soon, Dumble's fame far outweighed the notoriety he had from his father. Uh, brilliant student. He had contact with Nicholas Flamel, Bathilda Bagshot. Uh, anytime I get to say her name, I'm 
super into it. Have I have I said that uh apparently the the correct I mean I don't give a fuck, but like apparently the correct <laughs> pronunciation is but Hilda. And yeah, I'm just gonna ignore Bath- that because I hate like it. it's not like a th. It's it's Batilda. Yeah. I hate that. It's so no, fucking no. weird, right? Gross. No, Batilda. Yeah, it's don't Bathilda. like that. <laughs> don't like. Don't that. Don't like that one bit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, people were sure he would eventually be minister, but he never had those ambitions. Obviously, he only wanted to teach. Even from like uh, our boy Elpheus Doge said that he was always willing to help out like his friends and his schoolmates and you know teach them and help them learn things. Uh Aberforth, our guy Aberforth came along after and was extremely different from Albus. Yeah, he uh, fucked he liked, goats. He <laughs> Yeah, apparently he did Dumble didn't fuck goats, you know. <laughs> he preferred mooses. I don't know. <laughs> mooses. Is it, Scott. Is it Mises? Meese. Mooses. Moose. Nah, that doesn't sound right. It is right. I choose not to believe I you. Choose uh Aberforth was more about just uh facing his problems head on it seems he liked to duel um wasn't as much of a thinker as Dumble it's kind of a but brute. they still got along Dumble and Aberforth or I guess I should call him Albus Albus and Aberforth got along I think his name is Aberforth Aberforth sounds cooler I I have to disagree because it's like honest Aberforth no 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 not even a little bit do you think think aberforth has seven names as well like dumbledore like albus oh i hope so do you not know harry potter expert no i don't i don't think he has what would be all his names it would be like aber wait wasn't percival one of albus's yeah that makes sense that was his father so aberforth would probably be percival too just because so Albus Percival, Aberforth, Percival, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Leg, <laughs> Jimmy Legs. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Aberforth, Percival, Richard, Jimmy Legs, Dumbledore, Richard yeah, Dumbledore, yeah, yeah. Richard, <laughs> Richard Dumbledore sounds amazing for some reason, dude. Dick Dumbledore, hey Richie, Dicky, hey Dicky, Dicky Dumble. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh, <laughs> anyway, tragedy, tragedy struck. Because <laughs> right damn. after they left Hogwarts, his mother died. It's so sad. I'm sorry. It is sad. Uh, uh, so Albus basically, he was going to go on a, like a see the world, world trip with uh, Doge, Elpheus Doge. Dogecoin. Uh, but- Dogecoin, yes. <laughs> to the moon. That's not, a, that's not a dated joke at all. Yeah, no, already. definitely not. <laughs> this is going to age really well. Like, it's going to age so well. <laughs> like all of our jokes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he had to basically go home and kind of take care of his family because his mother and father were now dead, of course. Um, His sister, uh, Ariana, apparently had been in poor health for a long time. Uh, and then she passed away as well. Uh, the blow coming so soon after the loss of their mother had a profound effect on both of her brothers. 
All those, this is Elpheus talking in the article. He says, all those closest to Albus, and I count myself one of that lucky number, agree that Ariana's death and Albus's feeling of personal responsibility for it, though of course he was guiltless, left their mark upon him forevermore. I returned home to find a young man who had experienced a much older person's suffering. Albus was more reserved than before and much less lighthearted. Um, I feel like, I don't know if, you know, he changed over the years, but I feel like he's always been, in the time that we've known him, pretty lighthearted. Um, so maybe he moved past that over time. I think, I think is, I think it's just saying that, like, it wasn't all about, like, the youthful, like, exploration and, like, you know, it, it was just, like, a more wise take on everything. Sure. Um, That's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. But my dude Dumble's got jokes, much like Voldy. Oh, oh yeah, he dude. has got I think, jokes. I think Dumble. I think it might be safe to say Dumble probably takes the cake for oh easily for 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 wit at the very least, right? Yeah, like this is the most jokes we've ever seen Voldy have. Like this is a new thing. Well, I'm honestly. saying like across the board. Would you say Dumbledore's the best? Like like the best like witty? Yeah, yeah. More than Fred and George or Ginny. <sighs> More than Ginny, maybe not more than Fringe. Or I think I appreciate Dumbles more because it's maybe. witty, right? It's clever because it's more it's more clever. Fred and George are like goofy and right. fun, but like Dumbles are usually much more clever. Yeah, cut to the core type of shit. Cool. Yeah, I he, I, I he might be tops. It's yeah, he's real great. There <laughs> was R.I.P. Dumble, <laughs> Dicky Dumble, Dicky Dumby, dude. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, To add to his misery, this is all very sad, by the way. (laughs) The loss of Ariana had led not to a renewed closeness between Albus and Aberforth, but to an estrangement. Uh, In time, this would lift. In later years, they reestablished, if not a close relationship, then certainly a cordial one. Uh, You can only have a cordial relationship with goat fuckers. That's, That's just fact. Uh, never shake the however, hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. You don't know where that hand's been. <laughs> <laughs> however, he rarely spoke of his parents or of Ariana from then on, and his friends learned not to mention them. So we get a little more, you know, Dumble history here. Um, this was interesting, so I had this. They say still that no wizarding duel ever matched that between Dumbledore and Grindelwald in 1945. Those who witnessed it have written of the terror and the awe they felt as they watched these two extraordinary wizards do battle. Dumbledore's triumph and its consequences for the wizarding world are considered a turning point in magical history uh, to match the introduction of the International Statute of Secrecy or the downfall of he who must not be named. Albus Dumbledore was never proud or vain. He could find something of value in anyone, however apparently insignificant or wretched, and I believe that his early losses endowed him with great humanity and sympathy. Yeah, we definitely know that Dumble will, as we've talked about many times, find the good in anyone, basically. Yes, Um, to a fault. Yes, uh, we have gotten, I don't know if I made a note of it here later, but we get several mentions of Grindelwald in these early chapters. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's, I think he. This whole thing was mentioned in like the very first book, right? When we first yeah. saw his yeah, card yeah. So so Grindelwald was the big bad before Voldy, mm-hmm. 
Right. Um, and at the time, considered the biggest bat of all, right? Right, right, sure. Um, he Is Voldy considered to be more powerful than Grindelwald ever was? More accomplished, by, for okay. sure. I mean, is, I guess I don't know if it was just like a sheer like, power struggle, like, like just a, just a straight-up duel. Like mm-hmm. Horcrux is not included. Uh, <laughs> Horcrux is sold separately. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when you get a Christmas present. The Horcrux is sold, sold separately. <laughs> that sucks. Um, I I think there there are a couple factors which I don't know that I should. I think it's okay for me to say this. There are a couple factors that I think will be uncovered later. Um that would maybe tip the scale if it was just a straight-up one-on-one fight, mm. prime versus prime, I think Grindelwald might might take Voldy out. Okay. Interesting. Um, we do get a couple mentions in previous books, and, and it will be mentioned again in this book, how the thing that sets Voldy apart is that he, quote-unquote, takes things to another level, like a, an area of magic that has not really been sure. pushed. So I, I think in like that Like the Horcrux aspect, thing, for Right, example. exactly. The Horcruxes... Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. My thought was, is like, we're getting a lot of mentions of Grindelwald here. Do you think that maybe she was starting the works, like laying foundations for what her next project, like story would be at this point? So, cause that's what came after, right? Is basically the, the prequel ish type stuff. I know it's not exactly that, but. It takes place during yes. that time period, right? Um, I don't think so. I think okay. No, I I, I don't okay. I don't think that. I I actually think that it is just more. I mean, just like the name of the chapter in memoriam, I think it's more just like a sure. Let Let's talk about Dumbledore and kind of like his background a little bit more because maybe there was a realization from 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 Rowling specifically, like. Mm-hmm. We didn't get enough as we should, and this is a good opportunity to kind of flesh sure. some of that out. Um, or some other things, razzle-dazzle. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. I, I feel like just like the quick mentions we get here of like Dumble, you know, fight dueling Grindelwald and all this stuff, like from what you've told me, knowing that it's it's more focused on this fantastic beast, whatever the hell his name is, guy. Like Newt Scamander. Newt Scamander, yeah. How could I forget that? God damn. Why why couldn't we have just got like a straight Dumbledore prequel? Like, let's just focus on him and his story. You like, that are sounds preaching rad to the as fuck. fucking choir, Scotty. That sounds rad as all hell. Like, I would eat that shit up. So you have you you? It's it's in this chapter where you see the Rita Skeeter article, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's so the, there's been a lot of people who have said, "Give us either a trilogy, five movies, whatever, whatever it's going to be, a series, and literally just title it the Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore." Oh sure. Yeah. God, dude, that would be so. Yeah, rad, that would be that would be rad as hell. So rad, dude. <laughs> hell yeah, for sure. Oh. Double kicks ass. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there, I know. I know. I knew I was going to be preaching to the choir on that. There, one. there are like so many people exactly that. that, and it's so cool that we're like towards the end of the series, so like we can talk about this stuff. There's mm-hmm. so many people that like they want. I feel like a lot of Potter fans are going to be upset that I have this feeling, but <laughs> there's so many people that are like, 
give us a series on the Marauders. I want to see the Marauders. Bro. Ah, fuck them. Other than, I hate other them. Other than fucking Lupin. Yeah. Like, like wh- why would it be fun? Like, what would, what yeah. would it bring? They were assholes. Yeah, like, and serious like, and like and... It, it would just be like wizarding jocks, like hanging out and joking. Yes, like yes. It, it wouldn't have substance. Jock bullies. At yeah, that. dude. Not yeah. I don't fucking want that ever. I hope that's they are literally James and Sirius are literally every villain in eighties movies. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and like it's just like you have to think. I'm now I'm preaching to the fucking. Potter fans, you you just you Do have it. to think bigger than that. Like, yeah, th- this this whole fucking fiction has so much goddamn potential. Yeah, it's a it's a very 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 cool world with cool uh fucking like inner workings on like how magic works and like histories that have been very mm-hmm. loosely written. Those are the things that we that we should fucking get more of. Right, like just just reading here about how he's basically saying like. Yeah, dude, you fucking should have seen this battle between Dumble and Grindelwald. Yes. Like, that shit went hard, yes. and, like, that tickles my pickle. I'm like, yeah, fucking let me see that. That sounds rad as hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Goddamn. Um, anyway, Harry here. Harry has a... For Harry, um, here's my one positive Harry thought for the week, probably. <laughs> uh, Harry laments that he thought he knew Dumble really well. But he really didn't know him at all. He's like, every t- he thinks about how every time we talked, it was about Harry's fucking problems. Yeah. Um, he remembers that he asked him what he saw in the mirror. Uh, in the, This was the very first book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Remember, and this, he thinks, this is the mirror, right? Book seven is going to tie into to book one a lot. Yeah, here we go. It's seven and one, yeah. Um, he saw in the, when he asked Dumble basically, well, what do you see in the mirror? And he thinks this is the only time that Dumble ever lied to him. I don't know. I'd have to check the math on that one. Yes. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> your boy yeah. definitely told a little I less than the truth. definitely think Pretty that's fucking often. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he did the joke about, oh, a, a nice pair of socks or whatever. And right. I, I appreciated this tiny little moment from Harry of uh tiny little moment of clarity from Harry where he thinks about like, yeah, I guess I never fucking asked him about himself, you know? Yeah. So I guess good on Harry, but you blew it, boy. <laughs> yeah. He gone. Um so next Harry sees this Rita Skeeter article that you mentioned. Um she has written a biography about Dumble. And she's releasing She's releasing it soon. Basically, this is an article about her book that she's about to release. She says it exposes him as not the saint that he's thought to be. See, she says she's gotten the inside scoop, the real scoop from people who knew him when he was young. Um, so this interviewer is talking to Skeeter in the article. Uh, I asked whether Skeeter is referring to Dumbledore's brother, Aberforth whose conviction by the wizen gamut for misuse of magic caused a minor scandal 15 years ago. Oh, Aberforth is just the tip of the dung heap, laughed Skeeter. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about much worse than a brother with a fondless fondness for fiddling about with goats. Dude. <laughs> God damn it. So uncomfortable. It's the best. Uh, worse even than the muggle-maiming father. Dumble couldn't keep either of them quiet anyway. 
they were both charged by the whizzing gamut. No, it's the mother and the sister that intrigued me. And a little digging uncovered a positive nest of nastiness. Good alliteration from Skeeter there. Yeah. But as I say, you'll have to wait for chapters 9 to 12 for full details. So she also says that he stole some of his ideas for uses of dragon's blood. And his fight with Grindelwald is one of the bigger bombshells she'll drop. Uh, she's like, yeah, that shit is not what it was made out to be. Uh, she also claims to have a close bond with Harry and is one of the few people who knew the real him. Uh, Harry, of course, big mad at this whole interview, What's what Skeeter is you know, putting out there. He throws a temper tantrum in his room for a bit. Then he very briefly thinks he sees Dumble's blue eye in the mirror fragment. Mm. The plot thickens. What is this tiny little mirror piece he's got going on? Uh, he keeps that mirror piece in his backpack, by the way. In his... <laughs> no, it's glass. That would be awful. I mean, hey, man, what's life without a little risk? Oh, boy. Uh, couldn't he repair the mirror, by the way? Uh, not without all the other pieces. Well, it's just like glass dust, it says, in the bottom of his trunk. And not all magical items can be repaired. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, I do want to say, I know that I sent this to you. You did? Uh, yeah. It's just only because you you brought up mentioning something positive about Harry. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a listener, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah, for listening to the show. Um, <laughs> who mentioned that uh, if she can admit that she's come back around on Dumbledore, because she used to not like him, and uh-huh. our podcast and your take on Dumbledore has kind of pulled her back into enjoying Dumbledore's <laughs> character. She feels it's only fair that if her mind has been changed, Scott can admit literally just one time ever <laughs> that he doesn't fully hate Harry anymore. She also goes to note that Scott says something good about him in almost every episode now. Please, I am begging you. I cannot eat. I cannot sleep. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you, Hannah, for for reaching out to us. We do love that. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like I said, I, I've met my quota for the one nice th- thing I say about Harry per episode. <laughs> but as I, I said to Zach when he sent this to me, I'm like, yeah, I say one nice thing about him, but I say like a dozen terrible things about him. So it's like one step forward and like a fucking football field's worth backwards. I think, look, so- I think, okay, jokes aside. Uh-huh. I do think my point stands. I think I made this point kind of early to middle of the book, last book. That you like, have. Yeah. He, he's finally starting to grow up a little bit. Uh, it's obviously six books, maybe a little too late. Not too late, but just <laughs> behind, right? Yeah, he, he didn't start as bad as he, he got. I, I do not have, to be fair, I do not have the burning hatred I had for him in book five. Uh, he was certainly at his lowest point in uh, Order of the Phoenix. He was insufferable in that book. So he that's was fine. so insufferable. Um, he 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 got better in book six. He's still not great. 
Um, but it's it's gonna take me a long time to get over just what a sack of shit he was in book five. And listen, I get it. He's a teenager. They fucking suck. I know, but that's not gonna keep me from not hating him. I like I don't like I said I don't have the burning hatred for him anymore. But he's still not great. He's still not great. That's fair. Um, fair enough. I think. Hey, man, I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, Hannah, Hannah I hope you'll take you it as well. I Listen, I, I also came around on Dumbledore because, you know, I was not the biggest fan at the start either. I called his judgment into question on like a chapter by chapter basis, uh, but I came around big time on him. So anyway, chapter three, uh, my my boy, my fucking guy, old Vernie. Uh, it's been a while, I feel like, since we've seen. Well, I guess it's the start of every book. Um the Dursleys, old Vernie keeps changing his mind back and forth on whether or not they're going to leave. Harry has told them that they're in danger from, in his words, Lord Thingy. I love that he calls Goldie <laughs> Lord Thingy. It's my favorite thing. Um, I forgot now, about that, honestly. Yeah, he Lord calls Thingy. him Lord Thingy again, and it's so good. Now Vernie thinks this is a plot to get his house and Harry was like, motherfucker, you were there when I got my own house. You, he, Dumble read the will, basically, in front of you. You were too busy having a mug of mead bump against your head, I guess. Uh, the Ministry has offered the Dursleys protection, but Vernie don't like it. Uh, he asks... Oh, sorry. The Order of the Phoenix has offered them protection, but Vernie doesn't like it. He asks, what about the Ministry? He's like, well, doesn't your Wizarding World have a government, like the Ministry or whatever? And Harry's like, no, 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 the ministry's compromised, bro. <laughs> Apparently, we find out here the Dursleys are big fans of my boy Kingsley Shacklebolt because uh-huh. they see him on the news because he's following around the Muggle Prime Minister uh-huh. and they know he's a wizard. So they're like, oh, we want him. He seems cool. Get get us Kingsley Shacklebolt to protect us. And Harry's like, sorry, dude. He's it's not going to happen, bro. It's not going <laughs> to happen. He's He's guarding the Prime Minister. He's too cool for you. Uh, Dudley is apparently ripped now. This is like, it's like barely, barely mentioned, but Harry describes him as muscular at one point. And then there's also mention of him having like dumbbells, like weights in his luggage. So I guess Dudley got ripped over this summer. Yeah, dude. It's a, it's remember how I told you I have a guy for tapeworms. I got a tapeworm guy. (laughs) Dudley hit me up about my tapeworm guy. I also have a roid guy. So <laughs> you also have a steroid you, you, guy? You combine okay. those two. You combine done. those instant results. Yeah. Excellent. Get six pack abs. I didn't know you and Dudley were tight like that. To, oh, we're tight like ripped. that. And sometimes loose like that too. Oh, I don't boy. know, man. Oh boy. Um he's scared enough to go. Uh they all re- reluctantly agree eventually. The order comes to get them. Harry will come after. Harry and our guy Dudders kind of have a moment of reconciliation, which is cool. That we, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning. Uh, he says Harry is not a waste of space. I, I think he even thanks Harry for saving his life. Uh, they shake hands, say goodbye, and <laughs> Harry says the line, Bye, Big D. And I'm just like, I, ne- I, I forgot about Big D. I never wanted to hear Big D ever again, but <laughs> here we are. Here What's we that are thing again. you say about J.K. Rowling writing your jokes for you? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I have to admit, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't point out how upset Vernon was when he found out that the person that's driving him away or taking him away can't even drive oh. a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Yeah, there. He's he's. There's a real funny gag about. The, the wizard dude is like being sincere. He's like, wow, you can drive a car. That's very impressive. He goes, I very do that. clever of you, sir. Very yeah. clever. I personally <laughs> yeah. would be utterly bamboozled by all those buttons and knobs. <laughs> and Bernie, I'm sure, thinks like, it seems like he thinks this dude is just like patronizing him, like being a dick. And, but like the dude's like totally sincere. About it. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Uh, it's, it is. That was Diggle, man. That guy. Yes. Good name. Daedalus Diggle, hell yeah! A Daedalus Hammer, Hades. It's not Daedalus or Daedalus. It, it's not the same spelling. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to pr- pronounce the Greek god. Daedalus. They say it. Daedalus says it. Yeah. Are you sure it's not the same spelling? No, it's not. Okay, if you say so. That's the end of chapter three. Did I say that already? Chapter three has ended. Just one more for the Gipper. <laughs> Ch- chapter four. Uh, Harry is having, you know, his goodbye moment. He's reminiscing about the time he spent in this house because it was all so great. Uh, and how it'll be the last time he sees it. Uh, when everyone who's anyone shows up to get him. Uh, I had this moment not too long ago. At the end of last year, actually, my parents moved out of the house that i had grew up in my entire life and that was you know it's a sad moment it's you know saying goodbye to some some place you know that that's familiar to you is uh definitely and even even more so for you because i had happy memories yeah unlike harry (laughs) i thought you were gonna say unlike me i was like dang dude (laughs) i was coming for you hard bro um you do come for me pretty hard Oh, <laughs> hey and we got there. Uh, no, I, like I was going to say there. that you you spent probably double the amount of time in your house than normal children because you were homeschooled. What? Oh, yes. That's so true. it's like, like I that was like me the like... only world you knew. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I thought you were trying to take a shot at me being like some basement dwelling like... No. Nerd whore gamer, like you never left the house. I mean, look, this may <laughs> I was like come that's as a not shock. true. I loved playing outside. This may come as a shock to some people. Uh huh. Uh, Scott, that I was homeschooled. No, you talk about it all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I they know that you were homeschooled. Scott legitimately grew up on a farm, it's like true. hours away from like a city. Yes, like. Like he, the nearest he, Walmart was an hour away. He, he legitimately like did farm work every day. Like that was his quote unquote yeah. homeschooling. He was just working in the fucking fields <laughs> with his goddamn father. Okay, that part's not true. <laughs> you legitimately did work. Very I legitimately young though, did right? work like on the in farm? the afternoon after I was done with school and in the summers. Yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy. Like you legit like lived in an entire different world than anything that's I know. True. It's true, yeah. Very interesting. It's so weird that we're friends. I know. Opposites attract and all that, something like that. Touch tips, um, something like that. Touch tips. We. <laughs> I, never mind. What do you even say? Uh, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Moody explains the plan has changed because 
our guy Pious Thickness. Down with the thickness. Has gone over to the other side, or been Imperius cursed or whatever, uh, and has made all this shit illegal, uh, like fluing and what I can't even remember. But basically, he's cornered Harry in his house because uh, he's got the trace on him. Is this the first time we've had mention of this being called the trace? Yes. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trace will expire on him when he turns 17, but he's not quite 17 yet. Um, I remember when Vernie like freaked the fuck out when he found out that coming of age in the wizarding world was 17. Like that's what broke him out of all the wizard shit. Like that was the most absurd thing he had ever heard. (laughs) I love Vernie. I hate him so much. And I hate that you love him so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's fair. That's totally fair. He sucks, but he's also the best. So uh, Moody's plan here is, is there is there seven? They're they're gonna take uh, the old the old razzle dazzle. They're gonna take the old uh, polyjuice potion to give the enemy the razzle dazzle to look like Harry. Uh so it's it's I guess it's six of them. So there'll be seven Harrys, seven pairs. Uh, each Harry will be paired up with like a guard, basically, uh, because they they know you know they they're gonna have them watched. Um, so this is the, their plan to get Harry out of here, basically. Pretty interesting, uh, parallel, huh? To the Horcruxes. Yes. There's, there's Six kind of a little, there's kind of a little, uh, nod to that here between Harry and Hermione. Har- Harry's big upset about this. He oh, says, yeah. no way. Uh, he doesn't want people risking their lives. Hermione's like, yeah, I told him, I told you he'd react like this. Uh... He says, Harry says, if you think I'm going to let six people risk their lives, and Ron cuts in and he says, oh yeah, because it's the first time for all of us. <laughs> and Harry says, this, this, oh yeah, this is why I have this, because Fred and George are great. Harry says, this is different, pretending to be me. And Fred says, well, none of us really fancy it, Harry. Imagine if something went wrong and we were stuck as a specky, scrawny gits forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, uh, they have a good a good joke once they've transformed, right? They're like, oh, look, we're identical. <laughs> they have several good jokes here. We're not finished. <laughs> Harry does not find this amusing, and he comes back with, well, you can't do it if I don't cooperate. You need to give me some, you need me to give you some hair. Well, that's plan scuppered, said George. Obviously, there's no chance at all of us getting a bit of your hair unless you cooperate. <laughs> Yeah, 13 of us against one bloke who's not allowed to use magic. We've got no chance, said Fred. Uh, it's very good. Uh, and then, yes, the <laughs> literally the very next thing I have in my notes after, you know, Harry relents and they take the polyjuice potion. Fred and George turned to each other and said together, Wow, we're identical. I don't know, though. I think I'm still better looking, <laughs> said Fred. <laughs> And then our girl Fleur, because she's another one that's taken the potion here, uh, she she dunks on Harry a little bit here too. She says, "Bah, Bill, don't look at me. I am idiots. I'm idiots. <laughs> idiots. It's very good." Uh, and then they just start stripping because they got to change clothes. Harry's very uncomfortable with this. He 
He felt like asking them to show a little more respect for his privacy as they all began stripping off with impunity, clearly much more at ease with displaying his body than they would have been their own. Ron pipes up here. He says, I knew Ginny was lying about that tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) And Hermione's like, Harry, your fucking eyesight sucks, bro. Uh, it's, It's good stuff. So they pair up. Harry is with Hagrid, and Harry doubts my fucking boy. It literally says he's, like, kind of disappointed that he's paired up with Hagrid. I'm like, you motherfucker, you. Hagrid has always been there for you. And I know we've had the realization lately that Hagrid kind of (laughs) sucks, but he only sucks as a teacher. Like, he's still awesome in most other aspects. I mean, look. He also sucks at magic, as we're yeah, going to see okay, here in yes, a second. There we go. That's that's it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you wouldn't prefer to go with someone else, Scott? You would be like, yeah, hell yeah, Haggard. I'm going to trust you with my life right now instead of, I don't know, I mean, Mad-Eye. Haggard can scrap, though. Like, no, he, he was can, taking no, no, on no, them. No, 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 he can't scrap. He can take some hits. Yeah, but he scraps. He, like, knocked out some Dieters at the end of the last book, I think. Maybe. Hagrid fucks, dude. Hagrid absolutely fucks. I'll have to ask uh, Madame Maxime. Oh, yeah, for sure. Get her input, for sure. Uh, Arthur has apparently tinkered with his uh, motorbike. He's got Sirius's motorbike here. Uh, He probably... (laughs) I added this as a joke, and it turns out my joke wasn't even ridiculous enough. I say he probably added some Mario Kart style boosters and red shells and banana peels and shit. Uh, we'll get to it. It's even more ridiculous than that here in a second. It's very funny. It's, it is very funny. Uh, it's better than banana peels for sure. Uh, Not better than banana bread though. Banana bread at work, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell the yeah. Fucking but the fucking cubs? <laughs> Skunks! <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> so good. Oh, so, man. okay. We, we gotta stop laughing here for a second. This is legitimately the saddest thing that's ever happened in these books here. Ooh. Dumbledore who? I, I can't... Scott, I, did this... Did this <sighs> is this the one that got you? This is the one that got me. Are you serious? This, this got me. I mean, I didn't cry, but it, it, I, was, I was upset. I was upset. Wow. Because, I mean, I kind of knew the Dumbledore thing had to happen. Sure, this, this sure. just sucks. I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. Our, there's like 30 Dieters waiting for them. Like, they fly up. They're fucking everywhere. And my fucking girl, Hedwig, she gets abracadabra Moment of silence. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's... Why? What sucks is, like, she was, like... Every time they mentioned her in the previous chapter, she was, like, pissed at Harry. She, like, wouldn't even acknowledge him. Which, I mean, she was pissed at Harry most of the time. So (laughs) it's kind of her default state. Because he's a dipshit and she's rad. But that, like, sucks even more that, like, she went out on shitty terms with, you know, her closest companion like her owner whatever you want however you want to call it right you know i i will say this i i don't actually think it's necessarily shitty terms i think it's just their their bond like all the reasons that she was quote-unquote upset with him 
was because she couldn't fly around. Was what? She couldn't like fly around. Yeah, just be, she was because, cooped up in her cage. Well, that, but also like she, like when he was having to send letters using other uh, owls, like she oh, was upset sure, sure, about sure. like, like she felt like like he couldn't trust her and like. She loves him so much that, like, that was a big deal, right? Right, right. Like, I, I don't actually think that their relationship was hindered. I just, I just think that, like, we, those are the moments that we got more personality for her. So, like, that, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what sticks out. Yeah. Um, S sucks, man. It's heavy. S fucking sucks. It's, it's, and it's like, she, it's not even just that, like, she got caught in crossfire, too. Like, it almost feels like it's, like, well, she kind of did. Well, like it almost because feels... he almost drops the cage. Like all his shit flies out. He loses his his, his thunderbolt here. Right. Um, it it gone. Uh, and he nearly loses his bag and the cage, and he like barely manages to grab them. But then, yeah, a stray blast. Uh, it, it, it's her. just well, I guess what I was gonna say is like, it's not just that she got caught in crossfire. It's like she was. 100% helpless just yeah, trapped yeah, in a cage yep, and and in yep. the wrong spot it's it's so yep. sad like it, it would almost it would be more sad if like she was i mean it it wouldn't hold on <laughs> if she went out like heroically no, it no, would no, like no. Suck, i'm saying like if like... she had been hit and then just like fell like while she was flying like that's one mm-hmm. thing but she He's holding She's her stuck cage, in cage, and yeah. her body just lifelessly falls to the bottom yeah. of his cage, and like you have to be able to, you just look at it. It's yeah. it's so sad, dude. He should have put like some paper around the cage or something that would have blocked abracadabra easy, like <laughs> just just notebook paper around the edge of the cage. Oh man, you know Rowling says that she wrote this death to signify. So for the beginning of the book to signify like the end of innocence, like the end of of mm. uh, of like childhood and innocence. Sure. Uh, for the end, you know, for the end of the series, it's it's, it's like sad. I get it. It's it it shows like the stakes are raised. Like it sucks. I, this I literally have written in my notes. This is the biggest loss in the series. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, man. Uh, I can't even be happy that these fuckers have finally taken my advice and are spamming Abracadabra like there's no fucking tomorrow. There's no cooldown or mana bar in this game, and they're just letting that shit fly yeah. everywhere, which is what I've been saying since we were introduced to that spell, and they're finally like, oh shit, yeah, we should just throw this out everywhere. Uh, here I did have a question, though, because as they're chasing them, um, we know... Hagrid and and by extension giants are like magic resistant. If they got hit by abracadabra, could they survive it? No, I I, I think that they would die. Okay, yeah. Why? Why then? When Hagrid was is fighting them, are they like wasting their time with hitting him with shit that is not affecting him? That's bouncing off when they can abracadabra. You know, I I don't know. Like I. I feel like it's it's because they are not trying to put Harry in a spot where Harry's gonna die. Uh, I guess okay. Like I'll buy be, that. just be just because Voldemort wants to be the one to to fight him, you know? Sure. Uh, I it, I'm guessing right. Like I'm obviously I'm trying to patch the pieces together. Like I I guess I'll buy that. They do almost kill Harry though, and like Severus has to remind them, like fucking cut that shit out. Like we can't kill him. He's right. he's Voldy's. So 
That's just, that's still stupid, though. Anyway, moving on uh, from the big sad. Uh, here's where I'm like, oh, shit, it's even better than a banana peel. <laughs> he just shoots a brick wall out of the fucking <laughs> motorcycle. Just a full-on brick so wall. fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and I love it. Uh, then a net. He also shoots a net out of this damn thing. And finally, he does indeed hit the turbo, hits the turbo button, uh, and uh, the sidecar breaks off. Well, it starts to break off, and Hagrid pulls out his umbrella, is like, I got this shit. And Harry's like, no, 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 let me do it. Uh, But he tries to magic it, and it fully breaks off. Uh, Hagrid, I love you to death, but you really suck sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, Harry is trying to fight the coming Dieters and keep his little sidecar afloat. They're way up in the air, by the way, at this point. Um, he's trying to keep his little sidecar afloat at the same time. Ha ha ha, this dumbass knocks his own tooth out, which I find very funny, um, as he's, like, trying to dodge their shit. They're such a dick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hagrid swoops back by, grabs him, pulls him onto the bike, and Harry, like, there was, like, the slimmest of chances that, like, okay, maybe, maybe Hagrid got hit by something else, not Abracadabra, maybe she's just stunned. But then, no, yeah, Harry blows up the sidecar that has Hedwig's body in it. So it's like, oh, yeah, shit, she's, she, she done. <laughs> she gone. Uh, Dude. So big, big sad for Hedwig. Um, Pour one out, man. Pour a big one out for for Hedwig. Uh, Here's our... (laughs) I'm very hyped for this. Zach's favorite character is a Dieter confirmed? (laughs) Question mark, question mark. I fucking knew you were going to talk about Stan Shunpike, dude. Dude, that's our clickbait title for this fucking (laughs) episode. (laughs) Zach's favorite character is a Dieter? Uh, Yeah, Stan Shunpike is here um i think he might be actually just imperialist i think he's imperialist he the, harry mentions he has like a strangely blank look on his face yeah, I and think as he's much as imperialist. i as much as i want to believe this stan fucking shunpike after all this build up is in fact a deeter i think he's probably just imperialist <laughs> Uh, but I found that hilarious <laughs> i was like oh shit it's Zach's favorite character god damn it uh they see so, somehow they see it's Harry. They yell out, "He's the real one!" and they fall back. Uh, Harry grabs hold of Hagrid real tight, and he tells Hagrid to hit the turbo again. They go, they go fast. Hagrid thinks they've lost him. They're getting close to where they're going. Uh, Hagrid's like, "Ah, we got this." Uh, but then Captain Captain Timing from Hagrid, right when he says that, fucking Voldy shows up. No broom required for this mofo. He just out here snaking his way through the air, I guess. Uh, Hagrid dives them straight down as uh, Voldy and these other Dieters are in hot pursuit. A Dieter real close is trying to curse Harry. Hagrid just straight jumps off the flying motorcycle and tackles this bitch. Dude. Uh, fuck yeah, Hagrid. How dare Harry ever fucking doubt him? As I shit on him for like the last yeah. twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, look, dude, Hagrid—he goes just, hard. He's just sloppy, dude. That's it. He is. 
but he his heart is in the right place. Sure, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I don't love the guy. Yeah, I I do love Hagrid. But fucking hell. Um. So anyway, the the bike is shooting straight towards the ground. Um. Harry hears Voldemort scream, "Mine!" Um. He thinks it was over. He could not see or hear where Voldemort was. He glimpsed another Death Eater swooping out of the way and heard Avada. As the pain from Harry's scar forced his eyes shut, his wand acted of its own accord. He felt it drag his hand around like some great magnet, saw a spurt of golden fire through his half-closed eyelids, heard a crack and a scream of fury. The remaining Death Eater yelled. Voldemort screamed, no. Somehow, Harry found his nose an inch from the Dragonfire button. He punched it, and the bike shot more flames into the air, hurtling straight toward the ground. Uh, Harry calls out for Hagrid. He tries to Accio Hagrid to him, which I think is hilarious, uh, if that actually works. Uh, The motorbike sped up, sucked toward the earth, face level with the handlebars. Harry could see nothing but distant lights growing nearer and nearer. They must have been real far up. Uh, He was going to crash, and there was nothing he could do about it. Behind him came another scream. Your wand, Selwyn, give me your wand. He felt Voldemort before he saw him. Looking sideways, he stared into the red eyes. He was sure they would be the last thing he ever saw. Having Voldy's gross-ass face be the last thing you ever saw would really suck. (laughs) I I have Uh, to agree. Yeah, definitely. Lord Valmont snake face. Uh, Voldemort was preparing to curse him once more. And then Voldemort vanished. Harry looked down and saw Hagrid spread-eagled on the ground below him. He pulled hard at the handlebars to avoid hitting him, groped for the brake. With an ear-splitting, ground-trembling crash, he smashed into a muddy pond. And that is the end of the chapter. And what we're going over tonight. Um, that, that last section was, like, very intense, very, very exciting action sequence. Um... Lots of unknowns there, huh? Lots of unknowns there. Is Hagrid okay? Like, did he just fucking fall and hit the ground? Can he survive that being, like, part giant? Did, like, Harry's Accio slow him? Uh, is Harry... O- I'm sh- I mean, I'm sure Harry's alive. Uh... That was actually the end of the book, Scott. Harry's dead. <laughs> just- <laughs> Story's over. If I had turned the page, it would have just said the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's at the very loose, he's the very loose, he's at the very least down a tooth, um, so. God forbid, man, taking some big losses. First Hedwig, next to Tooth. (laughs) He looks like a hockey player now, that'll be very funny. Um. They get all the girls, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this, this was, this was a good opening four chapters. Like, I, I can't, I don't have much to complain about at all. Is it your uh, objective to complain about things or something? Yes, obviously, always. Fuck off, I, I, Scott. I really have to 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 scrape and dig. Um, yeah, by and large, I enjoyed everything. Like the first chapter with Voldy, uh, the par the party at Voldy's house or Lucius's house um, was good. The whole Dumble in memoriam of him was phenomenal. Um, the the third chapter was kind of short and whatever, but we did get like the cool little. You know, reconciliation almost between him and Big Goddamn D. Big Goddamn D. 
And uh, then, yeah, this this action sequence here was very intense and and fucking heartbreaking because we lost Hedwig. But uh, yeah, I I I'm, I'm thinking real hard to find something to bitch about, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> you, Fuck. Hey, look, Fuck. I'll give you some peace of mind, Scotty. Okay, good. You will have it things, will come. You will have things to bitch okay. about later. Good. Good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what I would do if I couldn't bitch about things. Yeah, I, I, I do I do legit still think. <laughs> do, that, can you tell how uncomfortable? Yeah, I, I know am you're right like now. so out of your element. You're like this is not how this is supposed to go. <laughs> What's happening to me? Oh oh oh! I should share with everybody. Scott sent me a Harry Potter meme today. <laughs> I didn't. You sent me a Harry no, Potter. No, oh, you meme. sent it to the group. The one with the oh, Ber- Bernie Sanders getting sorted. The Bernie, yeah, 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 yeah. The Bernie Sanders sitting on the chair meme, but it's, it was uh, getting sorted. The sorting hat was on his. It's head. very funny that Scott is like, you guys all know the slowpoke meme, like, or Internet Explorer meme. How he's just way fucking behind. It's so funny that now these Harry Potter memes are like, <laughs> they actually mean something. They actually to me. mean something to him, and he sent yeah. it. And was like, oh my god, what is happening to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I sent it, but I wasn't happy about it. I wasn't. I'm just, I'm a sucker for those particular Bernie memes, okay? That's all it was. That's oh, all it I'm was. I'm sure, I'm sure. Fuck you. I hate you so I much. fucking love you, pal. This is so fun. Look, you are, you are going to have some, some problems with things, but I do think that overall you're going to enjoy this book. I think that at the end of this book, you will decide that this... I think that this will be your second favorite of the series. Even with the few problems that I have. And I think that you will equally have. Okay. I, listen. Calling my shot now. You you call your shots. You know me very well. I also feel like there have been several times where you have like not known me at all throughout the series where i'm like really, i think dude, it's i think thought? i think those times it's just more wishful thinking that could be that could be so i don't know if this is that or if this is you you know the knowing me well part but uh yeah i listen i like i said i this this opener was was a was a banger it was it was all good stuff um i'm really sad that hegwig died but i'm not like I'm not, like, mad about it. You know, I don't think it was poor writing or anything like that or just stupid. Like, it's just sad. But, you know, yeah. sadness can be used very well in, so in fiction. So, let me um, ask you this. Um, how do you think Snape got this information? If you had to... If that's, you- yeah. Oof. <laughs> you know, I didn't mention before, but one of the, the Harrys was uh, Mundungus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could very well be that shady sack of shit. Dung? Uh, yeah, our guy Dung could be a traitor. Do you think that, everybody else is okay? This was a big ambush. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Like this, yeah, there were a fuck ton of those Dieters out there. They were lying in wait big time. Um, yeah, I, I am worried about the others. Um, I don't think any of the, I find it, any of the fake Harrys, aside from maybe Mundungus, I don't think will die. Let's see, it was Ron, Hermione, Fleur, Fred and George. Yeah, I don't think any... Oh, man, maybe Fred George. I could see her killing Fred or George to be like, hey, this is serious. Um, Interesting, okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, it seemed bad. Like, fucking, like I said, they finally <laughs> were like, hey, that Scott guy's right. We should be spamming Abracadabra. Yeah. Uh, and they fucking were letting that shit fly. So, and they didn't have any, like, you know, spare tables or anything to block him up there. So, <laughs> a paper mache. Uh, a paper mache to block the Abracadabras <laughs> up in the middle of the sky. Clouds won't do it, I guess. Maybe they will. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, such a goddamn. So yeah, they, they. I. I don't know. Like it seemed bad. It seemed real bad. So I. I would not be surprised if we get a couple deaths here. I also wouldn't be surprised if everyone is miraculously okay. Aside from you Hedwig, think. Do you think Hagrid's okay? I think Hagrid's okay. okay. Like maybe he's fucked up, but I don't think he's dead. Gotcha. I don't think gotcha, they would do, gotcha, gotcha. do him like that. So, okay, so next question. Do you, when you're reading that, uh, like, press article about Rita Skeeter's book? Yeah, I want to read that book. Uh, yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> uh, do you, do you think there's, you think it's all bullshit Rita Skeeter stuff? Or do you think, like, are you interested to, th- to know, like, is there anything there about Dumble that we're not aware of? Yes, I think there's probably at least a kernel or parts of truth in what she's going to talk about. Sure. I think the light and maybe the the true context of everything she's going to blow open is probably not accurate. She is known to embellish her and her quick quotes quill. I'm very upset that I remembered that. Spoken like Um, a fucking Harry Potter fan, Scotty. so angry. Uh... But I think there will definitely be at least some truth in there. Like, the fact that she called out, like, uh, his mother and Ariana. Did we get his mother's name? I don't remember. Uh, um, no. I, I, that specifically, she's like, this is where, like, his secrets lie. Like, that's, I wonder what's going on with that. I also thought for sure when old Doge was talking i was like i'm finally gonna get to know what house dumble was in because i remember asking you that forever ago and you gave me the old razzle and dazzle and i was like i'm finally gonna find out but i didn't and i'm pissed uh fuck you i'm pretty sure i told you what house he was in did you no i thought you said i would find out later i don't think so yeah, was he in Slytherin? Dumbledore? No, he's he's a Gryffindor. I don't remember you telling me that. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe why, I, I don't wished. know why I would have hid that if I did. Maybe this was a dream. I no, I definitely don't dream. <sighs> I mean, it, you know, we do have a fact-checking source in the fact that these are recorded episodes. No so. <laughs> way. That is impossible. Uh, uh, that's funny. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean to tell me we've been recording these these whole time? <laughs> Fuck. It's, it, it, like, I have I've said admit, some dumb it shit. Does, it does make me sad. I, like, I feel like it's a little too on the nose for Dumbledore to be... In Gryffindor. I feel, I feel like he should be a Ravenclaw with how clever or and like, wise he is. Merlin was in Slytherin. He should be. He's very much like Merlin. He should be in Slytherin or maybe Ravenclaw. I. I mean, I. I would definitely say Ravenclaw over. Slytherin. I can see Ravenclaw. I can see Ravenclaw. So yeah, uh, interesting stuff. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I just remember the reason I asked is because when I, when I watched the book, when I watched the book, when, when I read I the book the first the time, book, Zach just, just the, t- the book's just sitting on Zach's table and he just watches it. I just fucking <laughs> stared at it, dude. Um, when I read the book the first time, I saw that article and immediately was like, fuck no, fuck this Rita Skeeter bitch, you stupid fucking asshole. I hate you so much. Of course um, you did. And then, and then I kind of like processed a little bit more about how Harry was like, man, I didn't know shit about him. Mm, and it made yeah. me realize like, I don't know shit about this guy. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. for sure. So yeah, I was just kind of curious as to, you know. I, I wonder if Rita gave any thought to the possibility that like, hey, if that Hermione girl gets pissed off by my book I'm releasing, she could just tell everyone that I'm a fucking animagus. Uh, yeah, but the ministry is bullshit right now, so I don't that's think it would matter. That's true. They're, they're full of shit. So. Yeah. Um, so we, we did have a, uh, a listener remind us of something. Or, or okay. me, I should say. And... I almost got a little a little sad. Uh, so we have a listener, a new listener, actually. She's just kind of reached out. She's been listening to us recently and enjoying it quite a bit. Her name's Madison. Madison, thank you so much for listening and for reaching out and interacting. Uh, she said, uh, I, miss, I miss that you guys, excuse me, I miss when you guys would crown a winner of the episode like who won this batch she's like she was like i i would always kind of like contemplate to myself before you would name you know like who's the house sure. cup winner or whatever for this particular episode i totally forgot what you I, did. that's you literally that. what i told her yeah. i was like madison that's really good feedback i totally forgot we did that we're so organized over here we <laughs> No we got kidding. our shit on lock. But hey, apparently, apparently people liked it. So I, I would like to bring that, be- that back okay. for the last book. This is a last book special. Yeah. Who, extra, extra. Who won this chapter? Or not this chapter, excuse me. Who won this, this batch? This section. Yeah, this batch. Um, who, boy. Probably, probably Severus Snape. That's what I was thinking, too. Because he has once again proven to be the fucking spot-on accurate mofo for Voldy. Um, his info's always right. He's got some inside info. I really think it might be our guy Mundungus. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I can't really think of anyone else. Like it's certainly not any of the order members, uh, because they're getting absolutely fucked. Harry obviously lost Hedwig. He lost his Thunderbolt. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I can't really think of anyone else who it could possibly be, besides Severus. Yeah, Snape. I I I have to agree. That's I would have said Severus for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely not Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I I think I said this before, but I am a big Lucius fan. Like, I think you I have. just think out of all the Dieters, he is 
he has had the most interesting interactments, the interesting arc. Um, Did you say interactments? I possibly there's no way you can confirm whether or not i did this is interactments as we just stated i'm gonna take a note of that (laughs) pretty sure that's what you said Uh, um yeah i love lucius you're always riding like i know you've said before the bellatrix bandwagon like i don't she's gonna have to do something real sick in this book to like you know i she sucks i i just think that she's like i just like how manic she is She's the teacher suck up. She is like the fucking ass kisser supreme. Yeah, but but even even in sections where where she's acting of her own accord, she's just like a crazy psycho bitch. And that coupled with the fact that she's played by Helena Bonham Carter, like it it's just it's just good. I just like her as a villain. Mm-hmm. I look, I, to be fair, I understand why you don't like her. Like I I get it and I'm not like I'm not necessarily trying to die on the hill that like, oh, she's the best or whatever or anything like that. Like, I just, I enjoy her. I think, I think that she's a fucking lunatic. She's probably my 17th favorite deputy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't ask, don't test me. I can name 16 other Dieters ahead of her. Don't try. Don't try me. Don't try it. Yaxley. I would love to. I would actually love to see how many you can name right now on the spot. Yaxley, Dolohov, Narcissa, Lucius, Draco. Wait, wait, wait. Is Narcissa a Death Eater? Yes, she's there at the meeting. She. Ha- I mean, I guess it's her house. It is her house. I'm gonna. <laughs> she's. There. Uh, no, I'm gonna definitely say she's a she's a Dieter. Snape. Uh, can I name dead Death Eaters? Sure. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kark, Karkle. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Black, Regulus Black. Okay. Um, oh, Pettigrew, obviously. How many is that? That's 10, I think. Unless I, unless you. How many did did I say? 16, 16? 15 or something like that. Fuck. Uh, Selwyn? Selwyn. Okay. Wow. Um, All right. Voldy just said his name. That's, That's the fair. only reason I remember that. Uh, oh, the, the the fucking fathers of the dipshits. Uh, <laughs> Malfoy's Malfoy's cronies. Um, fuck, what are their names? Crab and Goyle. Crab okay. and Goyle. That's what, 13? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I'm so close. Uh, fuck. Did I say Dola? <laughs> I don't think you did. No, Dolohov. Okay, Dolohov. Uh, did I say Bellatrix? Oh, no, she's the 17th. Damn it. Um, fuck. Am I missing anyone obvious? Uh, obvious, no. <sighs> I think I'm out. I think that's all I got. I think the only other people that are that are true Death Eaters that I can think of are McNair, um, mm, yeah, Amicus. Don't yeah, don't care. Oh oh oh, is he technically a Death Eater? The uh, Fenrir? Greyback? No 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 no. Damn it. Uh, McNair's sister. No, Amicus's um, sister. Yeah, it's it's Electo and um and Amicus, right? Be honest, I did better than you thought I would do. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, you, you for sure didn't think I was going to bust out Selwyn. Uh, Doyle, I think, is, is one of them, too. That's, you're thinking of Goyle. No, 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 I think, I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong. Oh, Doyle. Oh, Doyle rules. What? Haven't you ever seen, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Fuck, man. Billy Madison. Dude, holy fuck. I haven't seen that in so goddamn long. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. Funny movie, though. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember it being funny. I don't remember specifics about it. Anyway, man, this this is a Harry Potter podcast. What the fuck are we doing? Are you sure? I don't think there's any way to confirm that. Um. Yeah, man. This is uh, this is fun. I, I'm glad that you enjoyed the first batch of these. The first batch of this book uh definitely it's it's definitely a wild ride yeah and i mean they literally took a wild ride on that motorbike and i think i think solely for the because i mean you it, it's obviously no secret that they're not going to be going back to school uh solely for the fact that like it's gonna be the characters that we that, that we know going through something different with an actual goal in mind. Right. Uh, I think that you're going to enjoy it. Enjoy they that. They have, like, a set objective, find and destroy the Horcruxes. Right. And then defeat Voldy. Right. I think there will be, I, I have to assume there will be more straightforward direction than we normally get, which I think I will like. Yeah. Don't give me that smile. Sure. <laughs> straightforward direction y'all heard it here first folks fuck i hate you uh you got anything else pal nah that's about it oh 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 i do have one last thing okay so i was asked (laughs) totally forgot this was a fucking thing too is this more viewer in, or listener input? Yes, We're getting yes, a lot of yes, listener yes, input yes, this episode. Yes. So, hey, before I go over this, I just want to say, you fuckers that are listening right now that are not following us on Instagram and on Twitter, what in the shit are you doing? <laughs> first of all, how dare you? Yeah, first of all... Now, you know what? You live your life. You do you. Fuck Zach. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fuck me. Uh... But we, I guess what I'm saying is, like, we actually read and fucking give a shit um, because we're vain motherfuckers. Uh, maybe I'm speaking for myself. Yeah, that's, de- I've never been. That, de- <laughs> that does not describe me. And- yeah, anyway, no, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Send us dumb shit and suggestions like this at We Don't Want a Pod. But anyway, uh, I was reminded that... <laughs> that i talked about on the podcast that i had watched the first one and a half twilight movies even though i'd seen them before oh yeah (laughs) the twilight update (laughs) yeah and she asked for a uh she's like dude we gotta get a twilight update Uh, hang on spider monkey the fucking update of a goddamn century is that those movies are garbage but i fucking love them in the Mm -hmm. same way that like you love to watch trash television right like like some dumbass show, like I mean, I I don't particularly like like uh, I don't know, like uh, like fucking like Jersey Shore type dumb shit, right? Like it's just dumb and bad, but people get roped into it. I love it for that. 
Um, you could be watching fucking One Piece, you asshole, and you choose to watch the goddamn Twilight. I movies. have been watching One Piece. Lies, <laughs> lies, and slander. It's just, it's just few and far between. If we were still continuing that podcast, you would be done with the series. That's I checked the math. Not even. You would literally true. be through a thousand episodes, and you've watched about twenty since we stopped. Dude, <laughs> the math checks out. Uh. Yeah, those movies are fucking rad. Um, I did, I did. So to to follow up on that, it was so we recorded on a Saturday when I had mentioned to you that I had watched the first one and a half movies. True. I I got through all of them by Monday. Oh my god! So I, how many I, are there? I legit. There's uh five of them. Jeez. Right. Oh, no, hold on. Five. Yeah, I think there's five of them. Uh. Because, I don't know, because I fucking hate myself. This was before you took the time to watch Jojo Rabbit, by the way. Yes, yes it is. Something you had promised to watch five months prior. Look, man, everybody was revisiting Twilight because they had recently got added to Netflix. (laughs) Sure, everybody. Everybody, everybody was doing it. Yes, if my friends jumped off a cliff, I would do it. Everyone who's anyone is doing it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I hate you Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? Dude, fuck yeah, man. Uh, Did you know that's a line in that movie? No, I don't want to I don't want to know what dude, other lines. Jacob fucking Taylor Lautner, hot ass Taylor Lautner runs out with his long flowing hair and he's like, "Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka?" <laughs> I don't even know what that Doesn't he have short hair? I'm so confused. At first he has long hair. <laughs> <laughs> End of the episode. This is fuck. What are we doing? <laughs> Just cut it here. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I'm a fan, dude. I stand for the Twilight movies. Uh, let's go. You're the worst. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We're going to wrap this shit up. We appreciate you guys listening. As always, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your fucking grandma. Your grandma's ears should be caressed by our sultry voices on a regular basis. So please do that for us. Well, that's going to do it for us. Until next time, we will see you. Bye. I do not remember the context of Uncle Brother at all, so I am very interested. Uh, To be honest, man, it's kind of a little bit of a throwaway, but it was so funny. Is that what you want to go with? Uh, There's so so many good ones. Holy shit. And honestly, dude, they're... There were kind of more. These were like the cream of the crop. Like, they're... Yeah. Some of these are good, but they're too on the nose, like docking and touching of the tips. Uh, the my wife thing we just need to kill because it's so bad. It is so bad. Rubbed up is is very funny. Uh, That's a little too on the nose too. I think rectum wrecker is definitely too on the nose. <laughs> uh, that's why I think Uncle Brother going ham on the salmon and back alley book test. Yeah, I like all of those a lot. Uncle Brother, Uncle Brother, it is. Uncle Brother's really good. I think I kind of like that one. <laughs> it's. 
<laughs> it is very funny. 